Well, it's our tax and the beef. Here to brighten up your week. While they may not get it right, still the show is kind of tight. So sit back and listen in. Welcome, everybody, to Artax and the Beef Tour the Marvel Universe. I'm your host, Artax, and with me, as always, is... The Beef! And we're also joined today by a very special guest, a special guest who we like to call Special Guest Hillary. Hillary, thank you for being on the program. Why are we talking like this? Uh, you know, I'm just trying something new. I think uh, we're. I think oh you're accentuating how loud I am. Yeah, I, I hated every second of that. I felt like I was on NPR. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Okay. Pretty good NPR. Yeah, I was, I was shooting for NPR. Well, hi everybody. Welcome to our tax and the beef tour of the Marvel Universe. We're excited you're here. And we are also joined by the beef. I'm the beef. That's me. And special guest Hillary. Hi, everybody. For the record, I'm keeping that first introduction no, in as well. So no, it's so bad. No, it's, it's great. No. It's definitely I like staying. It. I just made us redo the intro. We're oh, no, here. that was that was the the extra. That was the, the forward. extra that intro. That was the forward. Yeah. Of well, the as the podcast. special guest, I guess I don't have any say here. Well, it's really not going to make sense, this part, that we're talking about right, right now, yeah. without You're, the first part. So. Hey, remember when I did that NPR voice? See, now, now we've, it's now, canon. Now we're stuck, because yeah. I can't be taken out in post. Nope. So what are we doing here? <clears throat> we are getting together to watch this week Guardians of the Galaxy Woo-woo. movie 10 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. For those of you just joining our podcast, we are working our way from the start of all of Marvel's dominance <clears throat> of movies for the last decade uh, with, our, uh, with Iron Man. And then we've worked our way through... Phase one and almost phase two of what is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're Guardians of the Galaxy. So that is this week's movie. And we're going to send it around the horn and see what people think. Okay. Very well put. I yeah. like that. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> and All right. <clears throat> scene. Scene. That was the end of the podcast. So, yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um I let's Let's just get started with what do people remember about this movie? I am very, very excited about this movie. And I've noticed when the beef likes a movie, he calls something a flick. Yep. So I think this is a really good flick. Oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> so I was trying to think why, in particular, I liked this one. Um, and I I'm, I'm, might get some, some hate on Twitter for mm-hmm. this, um, at Special Guest Hillary. <laughs> but... I didn't realize originally it was part of the Marvel Universe. I thought it was a standalone film. And so, you know, it's got Chris Pratt, Pratt, Pratt in it. And I really liked him. And so when I saw the trailer, I was excited to see it. Didn't realize I needed to know anything before or after it. Which <laughs> didn't realize you missed it was part of our yes. universe. <laughs> didn't know any of that. So, spoiler, stands alone as its own film because you don't need any of that information. And I just loved it. Okay. By Beef. far... The best soundtrack in the oh, entire canon. We get everything driven by what the beef believes to be, knows to be. We'll dial on on whatever implement necessary 
the best decade of music is the 1970s, and oh. this is jam-packed filled with it, which is great. It makes, it keeps the movie, this is also the most, like, soup-to-nuts fun movie, right? You get, a, the the humor is well-dispersed by Chris Pratt. You get, and not just Chris Pratt, too. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you have, you have great characters in whomever Bradley Cooper is, yeah. Raccoon. Rocket. Vin Diesel is... The voice of Groot. And then, of course, Groot. And then... And I think... I, some, I believe Jim Carrey turned down Rocket, which seems like that would have been too zany. So I'm going to say I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, he, I'm yeah. glad he did. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, glad we did. went with uh, Brad. Not, yeah. Whoa. Not Jim fans. Oh, big Jim fan. Oh. I just don't think that would have been... He would have made it too cartoony and... Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, or it would have been too depressing, like uh, Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. And I'm looking for somewhere between cartoons and uh, depression. Well, I think the thing, too, is no one expected Bradley Cooper to bring what he did to the yeah. role. Uh, and yeah. so that yeah. juxtaposition of your mind of what he is and what he did with Rocket was like, this works. This works, yeah. Yeah, so what I I remember about this movie is I, I didn't realize it was part of the comic universe. Um, I figured it out once, you know... Once we were seeing Once trailers and comic. things. But no, after the movie, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go see it because it looks good. But after we saw it in the theaters, I actually read a fair amount of the comics. And it's a really, really good book. There's some. There's a really excellent run where uh, Iron Man joins the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, wow. So it's Tony Stark flying around space, being Tony Stark. I think he hooks up with... Um, oh, I can't think of her name. Nebula, maybe? Nice. Uh, so... Yeah, he's he's just running around doing his thing. Um, and he even loses his Iron Man suit at one point. So it's oh. it's very much uh, Tony Stark as just a tech guy joining the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's also an interesting character run because I think they frequently come up against uh, Thanos. So it, it's a really good fit for our broader story here. Yeah, I don't... I think I might have been with special guest Hillary, and then I don't know that I actually understood it to be part of the the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe right. until, hell, maybe when I saw it and when I watched it, and it's like, oh yeah, Thanos. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, there's a tie-in there there's that tie maybe in you didn't recognize. There's Josh Brolin. Right. Right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Chris Pratt's character, he is human, but he has a tie, obviously, to. So the he is because... he's half human, and in the cinematic universe, um, it's different. So mm-hmm. we'll 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 find out more about his non-human half in Guardians of the Galaxy two, mm. but the the non-human half of him in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume two is not the same as the non-human half of him in the comic books. Oh, interesting. So it it's like a, it's a different. Uh, it's still that there's, you know, his dad is a big deal in space. But <laughs> My dad's a big deal yeah. in space. It's kind of a big deal, guys. Yeah, yeah Luke, in a God, different Luke Skywalker way. said the same plan. thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, R.I.P. Luke Skywalker. R.I.P. All right, I guess maybe so, he didn't die at the end of yeah, the last Jedi. Say, he turned into It's mist. almost like they yeah. want you to assume that. Yeah, he's, wow, well, it's like he's they set you up back. to think that. Yeah. All right, so what are we looking for with this movie? I... Do not remember much after <laughs> the opening. So, 
there's like an opening, funny Star Lord, Robin, a Temple, Indiana Jones style. It's yeah. very right. indie. Yes. It's very Indiana Jones yeah, in that's the a opening good call. scene. Then you get the stuff with Gamora on the planet. We're all after a jump drive, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I got nothing. I think that the Mohawk guy is the bad, bad guy in the yeah. first one, right? The biggest part that I really remember is, you know, we're flying around space and what, but they go to prison. <laughs> They yeah. all go to prison, and it's like an intergalactic prison oh, for yeah. all of these, like, creatures. It's like a face-off scene. Yes. Oh, and it is like face-off. Like, <laughs> right, and there's this big thing, and so, and then we have, um, you know, uh, who's our big burly guy that would not miss a metaphor? It wouldn't go over his head. Yeah. He catch it. Oh. Something with a V. Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, let's go with Voltron. People are screaming. <laughs> 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 Um, but I just love that scene, and, and there's a great juxtaposition that happens where something is happening in the foreground, but in the background you have Groot growing, and yeah. like he's going to like unlock. Anyway, I just right. remember really loving that scene, even though clearly I don't remember the details of it, yeah. but I loved it because I thought it was playful. So yeah, and fun. it looks like it's going to be like a prison break type right. scene. They're 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 basically diagramming and yes. jamming daggers into maps that they have rolled out, right. yeah. and then Groot just sets the whole thing right. off by becoming and a giant tree. Something they do that actually caught. Um, when I was researching, oh, right, we're going to watch this. Um, when they all go in and they're booked, essentially, um, there's a screen that pops up for every one of them that says, like, what their oh, crime no. is. Oh, that's cool. And one of the we should things, pause and... Yeah, and one of the things it says for Star-Lord is that he has a translator embedded, meaning, so even though everyone technically has different languages, because he has this embedded translator, he can understand everyone. Oh, that's which, like the uh, babblefish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, just to recap, we open with Indiana Jones, cut to a Bond parkour sequence against Kimura. We go to face-off. Then you face-off face with off. a splash of Zayfark Beeblebrox. Yes. Somewhere in there. And then we roll credits to 1970s movies. Yeah. Or songs. Songs. Yeah. yeah. So before we go enjoy a pan-galactic gargle blaster... <laughs> Um, what, uh, where do we think Stan is? I don't remember Stan being in this movie, but he must be. Is Stan in the prison? He's probably a prison. I kind of want him to be in the prison. He's probably a prison guard, and the Hulk delivers him a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) It won't be the last. Uh, The beef's gonna go, they, they don't go, do they go to nowhere in this one, or is it the other one? I, I feel like there's gonna be a bar, cantina Mm. scene. And Stan's gonna be a bus boy. All right, so I'm saying prison. You're saying bus boy. Uh, Artax, where are we going? I'm gonna say um, when they have that big uh, James Bond parkour scene, one of those little shops on whatever planet that is. Okay. That's where we're gonna see see our guy. All right, watch us all be wrong. And as a backup guess, I'm gonna oh, say. Oh, oh, no, oh no 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 no! First there half of the no. movie. First half of the no. movie. It's on the it's on the tape. It counts. I, I think Stan's in this film. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Any uh, any final thoughts? Yeah, that don't include I, second guesses. I think Artax is a cheater. And if he's not in the first half, he's in the second half. <laughs> oh. All right. That's it for the first half, everybody. Let's go watch. Welcome back to the podcast, a 10 and 10 production. But wait, there's another name you might know us by. Artax and the Beef.
the legendary podcast. <laughs> that is that is accurate. It's most likely that that's what you know mm-hmm. us by. That yeah. seems like the only thing you would know us right. by. Yeah. So yeah, we're back after Guardians of the Galaxy one, volume one, volume one, volume one. the first. Yep. Uh, it's got a Roman numeral I. We're back. Yes. That's right. We're back. We're diving right in with a segment just for you because you requested it as such. And that is a six-point plot recap. One point for each of our Infinity Stones. By the way, that was not what was requested. It was that specific, as I recall. (laughs) Someone said, hey, retell the plot. In, in six, six points, just six like the six stones. stones. That was a request. It was a very specific <laughs> request. And so, for everybody out there in listener land, if you have any requests, make them as specific as possible. To we have really them appreciate met. that. So, take it away, B. Here we go. The movie opens. We meet Peter Quill <laughs> as a boy, and there's some close encounters of the third kind stuff and he gets picked up by an alien ship after his mom dies of cancer we meet him 26 years later on a random planet where he's doing some indiana jones stuff and we are introduced to an orb right and then he thieves the orb he goes back to xandar the orb gets thieved from him a lot of orb thieving back and forth boom everybody's in prison prison's a lot like prison and face off no nick cage now we got to break out of prison. They break out of prison. They go to nowhere. That's not that they don't go anywhere in particular. They literally go to a place called Nowhere in the head of a dead god. The band fights and breaks up for a little bit. We meet Benicio Del Toro. There is then a battle for the stone on Nowhere. Ronan gets the stone. He stones up. The team comes back together. Couples with the Ravagers, fights Ronan, Ronan defeated, and then the movie closes with, oh, maybe you're part God. We are, we're not really sure. Here's your ship back. Wow. Was, yes. I, you know what? We didn't even need to watch the movie. That was it. That was, <laughs> that was so... It. Right. Maybe next week, uh, special guest Hillary can do the recap for us. Of that movie? Sure. <laughs> yeah, let me see that movie yeah. you've written down. If I could see your notes really quickly. Um, I, yeah, a couple times could not read my own words, and I'm pretty sure it's mostly misspelled. No, I think, uh, did you write Nick Cage on there I, did, I, did have, I definitely have face-off style prison break. Uh, next week we're going to do a quick diversion into the Nicolas Cage universe to watch <laughs> Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Oh. oh, man. The Beef had an elementary school friend who was just all about Ghost Rider. That is was it. Is the Beef referring to himself as the elementary school friend? Yes. <laughs> Until this movie, I had no friends. <laughs> All right, well, let's start breaking down the movie. We know what happened now. Um, <laughs> let's start with our first point. What did you forget? Uh, Ronan. The, yeah, the, the that, that, there was the a villain. Not on the radar at all going into the movie, and rightfully so. Yeah. He's in three scenes, gets punked in two of them. Mm-hmm. That's Punked true. by Thanos, punked by Guardians of the Galaxy. Not I... a strong villain. No. I forgot about uh, John C. Riley. 
And Glenn Close being in this movie. Oh, yeah, she took a she took a minute off of skinning Dalmatians yes. to make into a suit. She's trying to make up for coat. the bad coat. You know, well, she was. I was thinking like I was thinking like a <laughs> like a Buffalo Bill like <laughs> suit, kind of like that. Just yeah. for the record, Glenn Close does not want to wear people or dogs. I um, cannot speak for Glenn Close, and I don't think you should either. I Glenn feel, at special guest Hillary and let us know. I feel firm in what I'm saying about Glenn Close. Okay. But I did forget we actually have some big names. You know, Chris Pratt wasn't the star he is now when this movie first came out. So it was interesting to see some bigger names that I was like, oh, right, these people are in this. This was his first leading man role. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Um, I, didn't, I don't think I remembered it being as kind of poignant emotionally as mm-hmm. it is in points. Yeah. Um, I definitely remembered the humor, but I think they did a very nice job of balancing that with, you know, hitting you in the feels occasionally. Yeah, I mean, there's some highs, like, highs and lows back to back, like when Rocket is, says he doesn't, didn't ask to be born, basically. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, I, I just watched it like an hour ago and I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was an uncomfortable scene. Yeah. Right. I did appreciate while you were talking that the beef was just nodding. <laughs> Again, that's for the video feed <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. for our Patreon members. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for our exclusive Patreon members who are watching the live video yeah. feed. You can either donate to us or just buy anything from Goop. <laughs> either way we get a cut yeah, yeah. this month only <laughs> so i i thought it it lived up it holds up i mean yeah. i think we're inside yeah. of a range where if it didn't hold doesn't hold up it's i mean it's really too soon to tell right where this movie was made four years ago or released four yeah. years ago four and a half maybe yeah. well and i think so, we're hitting that point of everything we see from here on out we're just going to have better and better recollection of it. And, uh, except for the ones that we haven't seen. Except for the ones that we haven't seen. <laughs> Looking at you, Ant-Man. <laughs> and Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I think the thing for me, like, re-watching it, I remembered how much I really enjoyed it the first time watching it in the theaters. It was so unexpected when I watched it in theaters, especially the humor. And it's mm-hmm, humor mm-hmm. like no other Marvel movie. It's consistent. It carries through it almost is a little edgier in mm-hmm. terms of what they do with the characterization. More swear words. There is more swearing in this, which I always find enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But it it kind of elevates Marvel for me. And like I said, yeah, obviously there are the characters that are throughout, but you didn't need to know about them to enjoy this movie by itself. Yeah. So what... What do we think about Stan's brief cameo? Uh, Who well, called it? Oh, oh, Did anybody get it right? I feel like uh, I, someone got it right, didn't they? I feel like he said he was going to be a shopkeeper. Yeah. I, I said mean, he was going to be on. I thought he was going to be in a shop. Like on the, like on the, in the mall. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like selling you, lollipops. Yeah, you were wrong. I mean, he was in the first half of the movie. You I was said, right about that. No, you called that. That was your, you know. Hedge. Yes, very Edger. much so. Hedging. Sure, and, and it paid off. Yeah. No. Because I was right. 
That's another point for our tax, everybody. I mean, if for you keeping go, score at home. If you're going to go down that road, then we're just going to start being like, I think Stan's in this movie. Right. I think that uh, we will see Iron Man in Iron Man 3. <laughs> right. So, congratulations on your point, Artax. That yeah, puts you in taking third it all place. The- <laughs> <laughs> Congrats. Um, uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about actual, where was Stan? He was on the main like promenade area. Yeah, promenade. That's the word I yeah, was looking for. Yeah, it's definitely for. a promenade. Yeah. Uh, talking yeah. with um, a young woman and gets spotted by Rocket and Groot when they are looking at different bounties on different people. That's right. And call Stan a class A pervert. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was good, though. God rest his soul. All right. God rest his soul. Yeah. Um, so you know, thinking about... Oh, God. No, go ahead. I was going to say, thinking about the greater place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, moving on to that, the... This is the first one where you really see an Infinity Stone as an implement of destruction, right? Yeah. You have the Tesseract, you have the Ether, but those are those are things that contain an Infinity Stone. This is Reality Stone is just raw, uncut, right in your face. If you hold it, it kills you. Apparently, you get a lot of you get a healthy dose of Infinity Stone that gets you thinking like, all right. Infinity Stones, huh? But here's my question. Like, obviously, okay, so we have the first meeting of the Infinity Stone where the uh, collector's assistant grabs a hold of it and, you know, everything explodes. And then later we have Quill holding on to it and, and then, you know, linking up with the rest of the Guardians. Why exactly doesn't it explode there? So it's like they're... You, the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Kind okay, of I was wondering if it was like, well, it had been like, you know, yeah, dispersed. In, in, dispersed in the throughout. PowerPoint from the collector. His, <laughs> right. pre, his Prezi. Right, in his Prezi. Prezi. When he runs down that Prezi, he yeah. explains that like it, they, they've been wielded before, but just from more powerful beings. Right. And that then they gives the nod to the group. Like there was a group that held them all for one period of time. So the group being the Guardians of the Galaxy holding them all for a moment. I, I think, think they were just trying to cleverly work in the movie title. That <laughs> also, might have been it as well. Also could have just completely reshaped the entire strategy around the movie because like, they get to the last cut and they're like, shoot, we have not said... We haven't said we, it oh, yet. We were supposed to, people how, aren't going to know what the movie is. How are we going to work it in, you guys? <laughs> Alright, well, let's talk about what comes next, which is Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. We get to hear uh, James Spader talking as mm. Ultron's voice in a creepy way. Excellent. Yeah. The Lizard King himself will be uh, our main villain. Um, we will also get uh, Black Panther. Uh, not in this one. We Black Panther comes in <laughs> Civil War. Got we it. get uh, Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch and Vision. Oh right, and Vision. Yeah, and we get to see Hawkeye's family on a farm. Oh yeah. yeah, it's it's not going to be good, folks. Uh, God, that's a weird like uh, this. I haven't seen it, but listening to that description, oh. n- not excited. Okay, so let's let's just do a quick side by side, and then I know we got a break for the for the day. But there were like three specific locations in the whole of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, Ultron mm-hmm. is probably going to have a dozen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of them wake- being a farm. <laughs> One are of them we- being a Hawkeye farm. Are we going to wake up in Times Square again? It's You're just Is all there over be a the portal? place. You're all over the place. And are we going to be on an oil rig? You end up in <laughs> some foreign country that Ultron's trying to destroy. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it sets up a lot for the other movies, but it itself is not great. So you're saying it falls into the category of the second movie in a lot of trilogies where you're just kind of weirdly yeah. in the middle. Right, by, man. The yeah. Thor two zone, I that, like to call right, it. Right, yeah. exactly. All right. Or well, any uh, final thoughts about Guardians? It was an awesome movie. I think. Um, yeah. I think this is the best movie. To date, in as far as what we've, what we've watched, seen. yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm still a big fan of Iron Man one, but I'm and Avengers, but I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna agree with you, special guest Hillary. I think this is the best that we've seen. Um, well, on a kind of different note, I just want to thank everybody for listening. This is our tenth episode. Uh, we're really happy that you came along this journey with us, and we hope you keep doing it. And uh, on that note, I would just like to say we are Groot. And uh, (laughs) don't grab any Infinity Stones. Yeah, Yeah, don't grab the Infinity Stones. All right, last thoughts? Nope. Doodles.